Welcome to the Bigamex Radio Podcast, brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can go to medterracbd.com right now and enter discount code BIGAMEXRADIO15 to save 15% off every single one of your purchases. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. I'm on every single one of these podcasts, this being episode 768 of the Bigamex Radio Podcast, first starting in 2014. And right now, I'm talking a whole lot differently than I was about 15 seconds ago when I was talking to Austin Hoover, who is our guest right now on the podcast. Very very big moment for Big MX Radio to have uh, Austin on the show. Austin, how's it going? I'm awesome, man. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, excited to uh, excited to catch up. It's um, we've been chatting here for a little while, so glad glad we were able to line this up. So. First question for you is 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 right out the gate. How different is the the announcer radio voice from just my regular conversation voice? I feel like it's kind of a flipping a switch thing. Well, I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it's that different. I think it's like you probably just notice it when you like listen to your own podcast because like it's always weird when you hear your own voice. Like I can't stand when I hear my own I voice, it. so I'm just. I'm just saying. I, I probably won't listen to this because just because I don't want to hear my own voice. <laughs> oh, I, I can rest assured, my friend. I am not a big MX radio listener. Um, I, 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 I cringe. <laughs> listening through them, uh, although I do intend for this to be a highly listenable interview, and I hope that people get uh, a lot of enjoyment out of it, because uh, you're, you're a really special guest, somebody who's uh, deeply entwined <laughs> in uh, one of the most, I would say probably the most beloved um, brands in the industry, uh, uh, an aspiring brand, and a brand that a lot of other companies look to for inspiration, a lot of riders uh, base their entire fashion statement over when they when they come to the races, uh, both pre-getting uh, their gear on, when they're on the track, tip to tail. Uh, they probably have some Fox Racing underwear along the way. Um, but before we get to all of that, um, yeah, give give us a little bit of let's let's backtrack. Let's spin the clocks back a little bit to before uh, Austin Hoover was uh, like uh, the name amongst names over at uh, Fox Racing. Um, just not, like I I'm just gonna I blow so much that. smoke up your ass so that you just you feel super special, um, and that way this goes well. But uh, yeah, tell us where like let's uh, you be the narrator for a moment here. Tell us where our story begins. Well, I, before I jump into that, I just want to say that it, this is just the irony is already flowing out because if this is a, a podcast related to, you know, just some doofus who works at Fox, number 768 is a pretty good trivia question for Moto because I'm pretty sure that was RC's first pro number. Yes, right? it was at, uh, at Steel City uh, where he, uh, he raced his uh, uh, 125 uh, mod bike from uh, Red Lens only a few weeks prior. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty rad. We had a, I had a buddy back home. Uh, I grew up in Florida, and a buddy who used to run that number, like, because he was just such a, such a RC fan. But like, yes. you know, it's not like running one sixty seven or running number four. Like, you got to be a real RC fan to know that number. So we can, we can start there. <laughs> Absolutely, and I, I'm already impressed with your motocross knowledge. Uh, completely uh, dropped the ball on that on, on my part. I would definitely have some trivia questions for you. I may think of some off the top of my head. Um, one comes to mind right now, but I, I will save that for a few minutes later. Um, 
like yeah i i also like the caveat to this is like completely unbeknownst to austin uh his acceptance of this invitation to be on the podcast was that he was to fork over the uh contact information for both rc and ken roxon uh of both which both of those have already <laughs> been sent uh so if those podcasts don't come out do not blame me, blame Austin for not, for not being forthcoming, who, who does have number 94 in his phone number. So uh, and, and if, if, like I said, Austin, if, if the conversation doesn't uh, go the right way for you, the rest of your phone number comes out and all those requests that we talked about off air uh, definitely start being sent your way. Um, but yeah, where's <laughs> the story begin? That's a lot of pressure, begin? man. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. I, I'm having a lot of fun with this right now. <laughs> All good, all good. But uh, but yeah. So um, I don't know. I could I could go back to the to the beginning. I guess. I mean, yes. I um, that's a great place to start. You know, life. I'm a lifer of the sport. Um, my my dad, Rich, you know, did some local pro stuff back in the day, and was um, you know, obviously involved in the sport from a, from an early age. And um, yeah, my brother and I both grew up racing in in uh, Central Florida. We're from Orlando, and you know, doing the you know. Uh, gold cups and winter ams and all the like local southeast um series so we yeah spent a bunch of time racing and yeah got connected to the fox brand from an early age so it's it's a pretty cool story just because we were you know just kind of ingrained in part of that family from from so early on we got to know um todd hicks and you know uh, he he just took such good care of us it was like family from the beginning you know and um yeah so just involved with the brand throughout our whole amateur racing career um, my brother was a little, I would say way more talented than I was. So he made it a little further on the, on the racing side of things. Um, I had a time where, you know, I was, I, I definitely saw the writing on the wall and knew that, um, you know, racing wasn't going to be something that panned out for me, especially, you know, you got to remember my, my Saturday night, you know, peewee series from, from my age group and where I grew up was, you know, uh, Kyle Chisholm, J.B. Yes. Millsaps, Matt Gerke, Matt Bonney, um, Adam him. Barnett. <laughs> yeah, right. Mark's son, Adam. So we had a we had a rad group. But the, the funny thing is, is that Davey's sister, Brianna, used to kick all of our asses. <laughs> no way. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, okay. yeah, that 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 kind of was the was the start of it for me. And then, um, yeah, like I said, just just connected to the Fox brand for for, you know, many, many years. And, you know, that really, like I said, it was, it was like part of our family, you know, my mom and dad were involved and um, yeah. So it was all like, like I said, when I saw that writing on the wall and understood that, you know, I wasn't going to go pro, I saw my buddies like, you know, getting faster and I was just like, wow, I'm just not on that level. And um, so, yeah, I decided to go to, went to school and um, you know, got a, got a, got a degree in marketing and yeah, just kind of went from there. So took a little bit longer to end up actually working at Fox, but was, was always, um, you know, kind of connected, like I said, to the brand. And, um, eventually, eventually it worked out. I moved out to California in, uh, 2013, um, did a, did a little bit of work, uh, in the industry. Like I worked with the, um, cycle trader Yamaha team. Christina Denny was a, okay. another close, close family friend of ours. And, um, she always, you know, took, she, you know, Roost sponsored me and my brother. And so when Christina was managing the team, when they got the, uh, cycle trader sponsorship, actually, she needed some help on the marketing side of things. And, um, I think she knew that I was fresh out of college and, and looking for some work. So she got some cheap labor and, um, it was awesome. Cause you know, I was wanting to be at the races at the time. So, um, I wasn't, I wasn't there full time, but, 
um, you know, came to select events and helped manage that relationship with the cycle trader band, which was also rad because got tons of experience, you know, working with a, a, a huge corporate company. So, um, yeah, I was kind of doing that and, um, did some contract work with Red Bull at the time too, just some event stuff. And, um, yeah, just, and then, uh, yeah, the Fox thing came finally worked out and at the like summer of 2015, I started and, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of how I landed here. So that's the short version. <laughs> See the, the Red Bull thing rings a bell because I believe that's the first time I saw your name pop up anywhere was with, was, was with a Red Bull, um, production ah. that there was, there was something along those. Lines. I think that's where I thought you worked prior to going to Fox. Yeah, no, I just, like I said, I just did some contract work with them. And, um, one of my now, you know, really, really good friends is, uh, Steve Shear, who's one of their athlete managers out of HQ here in, in Santa Monica. And, uh, yeah, so Steve started hiring me and a couple other, uh, a couple other buddies that like just to help him out with events at the time. And we all just became really good friends. And it's, it, it's funny cause me and Steve talk about it all the time. Like we've kind of like grown through the industry together now at the same time. Like he's, you know, big, you know, corporate position at Red Bull. He's actually running that whole, um, imagination event that's going on right now in kansas with Bearman and all those right. dudes so um yeah it's rad wild. like as, as we grow together we like we work you know together on on different levels so it's, it's uh it's pretty cool but yeah uh, yeah always always sort of connected to the red bull crew and um never like had a official job there but but definitely did some work with them on the side fair enough and probably enjoyed <laughs> some ice cold red bulls along the way so um <laughs> really <laughs> what i got from that that piece that you just laid on us now is that this is now part one of a 67 point mini series of just story time with Austin Hoover, because it really sounds like you're the kind of guy that if anyone could get like a VIP fan experience, Austin, if anyone could really like, if you're a motocross fan, it would be actually to like invest about a half million dollars into like you and them driving the kawasaki transport like just get, give big b he, he's unemployed now and it's just the two of you on the road for an entire calendar year to unload all of the stories and then by the end of that on like december of that year you're both totally sick of each other you don't want to see each other ever again and you don't you never see each other ever again but you give that person all your stories i'd definitely be out of stories by then <laughs> Definitely, definitely. I, I love it, man. Like, I, like the 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 sport of motocross is so full of such passionate people, a close knit family uh, that also seem to feud as as, as families do. Um, but uh, to see someone who's uh, been enthralled with it for so long and and not really uh, because there's so many ups and downs in the sport of motocross, the, the guys over at FC Honda know that for sure. Um, oh, really? That, like that you're not like kind of hardened by it. You you still seem to have a lot of uh, like just love and passion for it after all these years. And that's something that uh, is very encouraging for uh, someone like me who uh, has been podcasting for about six years now. And uh, I've been about as close to the sport as uh, as I possibly can living here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, which probably means nothing to you. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, well, um, I know, I know Manitoba because of, because of Mathis, obviously Manitoba champ. Okay, yes, four-time Manitoba champ. I am a one-time Manitoba overall winner. Um, okay. Right. Yeah, so a little different, uh, and that actually happened about two months ago. So uh, 
Um, hey, congrats, uh, man. Thank you. Thank you. The The level of success has been mediocre at best, uh, which oddly kind of rhymed, uh, but not really. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, it, it basically just know that where I'm at is about six hours straight straight north of Millville, which is my favorite national track. I look forward to going back there once the border reopens. Yeah, that place is that place is amazing. It's uh, especially like with now that they've added the, the Martin Mountain section, like they were already definitely close to, to being one of the best, but I think that that definitely crested them into into the top the top couple. I gotta I I'm very loyal to WW Ranch as a Floridian, and we're close friends with the with the owners. But uh, yeah, Millville Millville's definitely up there. But I I can't put it over WW just because uh you know hometown because hometown of bias. Uh, pride. <laughs> if, if not for a hometown bias, you heard it here first. Austin uh, right. Hoover would definitely label uh, the the chocolate brown sands of uh, of Millville as the uh, uh, as the the far and away winner. I I I, I yeah. place that thing number one on on two reasons a or three reasons a close to me b that soil is basically like for me unbeatable because I've ridden in California I've ridden in Florida ridden in the blue groove crap. Red River Gumbo of Manitoba, and I've ridden uh, at uh, uh, Millville, and that place, like you, you, for me, you couldn't put a wheel wrong. Of course, uh, you can cross rut going up of uh, La Ro- or not La Ro- <laughs> uh, the Chattapult, which when I first jumped it, he had not yet crashed off of that, yeah, yet. So, oh, um, but, okay, yeah, yeah, that, that's that jump. That basically right before the uphill triple, right? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but but yeah, uh, yeah. Um, for me, that's got to be number one. But let's not make everybody yep. listen to us debate on which one of the national tracks are the best. Although have you ridden Millville? <laughs> I haven't actually, I haven't ridden Millville. I, Florida was pretty far from there. We never, we always just did say. like the Southeast regionals and stuff. So yeah, never, never made it there, unfortunately, but I'd, I'd like to at some point. I love the Martin family and, you know, great humans. So would love to make it up there at some point and get, get to spin a couple laps. Perhaps a plus 25 amateur day challenge is in order between yourself, myself. Winner gets to gift the other one a lifetime supply of free motocross gear. <laughs> Dude, I'm 30 plus now. I, I, I got to like, take 25 plus is too gnarly. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I, I, my, that was what I was thinking. I literally went into my, my first race of the year this year. I'm thinking, like, right, I'm plus 25B, plus 30B. I'm going to do way better in plus yeah. 30B. I ended up going like five eight for seventh overall in thirty B, right. and I won plus twenty five B. It was the it was the totally it was the ass backwards uh, way to do oh, things. Yeah. But yeah, I'm thirty two <laughs> in about a month's time, man. Uh, I, I do have a birthday coming up, just so you're aware. Um, okay. Hell yeah, uh, Scorpio. Uh, Capricorn. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I'm I January. We were... January. Oh, okay, you're, you're a super baby. I'm on the opposite end. I'm like James yeah. and the rest. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, super late birthdays, um, which was going to be a trivia question, but now it can't be one. Um, but so, like, <laughs> growing up, racing with guys like Chisholm and, and those guys, like, like, what was that sort of, that atmosphere like? Like, you have, like, more talent at some of those local races at Dade City than you'd have at, like, a lot of, a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say a pro national, but a lot of amateur nationals, like it's basically a full gate. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was gnarly. We had like our, the, the sort of like, you know, community that I grew up in time was, was, uh, was really impressive, obviously, because, you know, RC was, 
RC was older than us, but we all, you know, just really looked up to Ricky and, um, you know, James is like a couple of years older than us. And, um, I remember like, you know, they would combine practices, like when I was on 85s and James was on 125s, like I, I still remember to this day, like him passing me on the outside and corners and me just being like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? Like, what, what is this? Like, this guy's on another planet, you know? But, um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. Like our, our like the gold cup series and the winter am series, like the, the competition level was super high. Like it was cool too, because, you know, Florida was, you know, it had already been recognized as a, as a hotbed for the sport because of Ricky, but it was cool because there was like this, this second wave of, of, you know, my generation coming up. So like, you know, when, when Davey got his Suzuki ride and like, you know, Kyle obviously did really well. And, you know, I mean, geez, dude, national number 11, like that's awesome, you know? So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm proud of where I came from. Like proud of that group of, of, uh, of riders that, you know, had great careers. I mean, Matt Gerke as well, tons of success up in Canada and yeah, recently sure retired. Sure uh, <laughs> yeah, just retired. So yeah, that's pretty cool. But, but yeah, man, it was, it was really special and, like, I think it just, um, it just kind of lends to that, like you said, like that passion for the sport. Like it was, we were all so proud of what we were doing and, you know, kind of still are to this day. Like I was just in Florida a couple of weeks ago and saw Kyle and, you know, me and him keep in touch and it's just rad. Like the dude's still at it. Like it's, it, it's awesome. So, um, yeah, we're, uh, we're all really proud of where we came from and, and, uh, it, it's cool to see, you know, what has happened down there now. I mean, it's, it's just insane, you know, with, with all the training facilities around Claremont and, and that whole zone. So it's cool for me because like, you know, as my career developed and, you know, obviously I've got different responsibilities nowadays, but it's, it's pretty rad that, um, you know, the best in the world are, are calling, you know, they're using my hometown airport every week to fly to the races. Like it's, it's pretty cool. So, you know, I have, I have to go back to Florida a ton for work, which is, which is awesome. But then, you know, I yeah. get to see my family and stuff too. So it uh it, it works out good man it's it's pretty cool to see how that how that you know the state has has grown and um you know it's just it's really like a a, a staple of our sport nowadays so um proud floridian over here and you, you i people actually who was it i was i was talking to michael Lindsay earlier today and he was like he's like dude why do you have a florida phone number i'm like dude it's the last thing i have like i'm, I'm still holding on to my florida phone number yes <laughs> that's too funny that's actually the same reason why uh, Mathis keeps the uh, the seven hundred two number because I believe yeah. that's Bakersfield. No, uh, I don't even, dude. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not from California. I don't know. People okay. ask me I think about that's... stuff from California all the time, but yeah, yeah, no idea. Or maybe that's maybe that's eight hundred one. Either way, you guys uh, here in Manitoba, we have a grand total of two area codes. Uh, you guys have about okay. thirty. Uh, so that yeah. just maybe gives you a, uh, give an idea of how small the, uh, it's a big province with not a lot of people. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, yourself working at, uh, at Fox, like there's a lot of people who probably don't yeah. know the ins and outs of, of what your position is. Maybe you can give people a better idea of what it is. And to, to quote one of my favorite movies, Office Space, what is it you say you do around here? <laughs> oh man oh how do i how do i describe this in a in a short in the short version but um yeah I've, uh i mean since i've i've grown through a couple different positions since i've joined the company and um first joined um as the you know pro athlete manager for based here in, in the states so 
you know, taking care of the pro team at the time was, was really Dunge and, uh, and Kenny and, and obviously Chad. So that was, and you also know, Marv an for awesome... a year or so. No, Marv was in fun. Yeah. I actually just missed, I just minute. missed Marvin. Yeah. Yeah. Just missed Marv. So I, I got to work with him for a couple of races there at the end. Um, at the GP at Glen Helen. And, um, I actually didn't end up going to motocross and nations that year, but, um, yeah, yeah, miss, miss Marvin, but it was cool too, because I right when I joined was when we were um, in the process of, of signing the pro circuit team. So that was really, right. Which is cool. You know? Yeah. Really cool. And, um, you know, with the, you know, obviously Mitch is such a legend and like getting to get, you know, I remember like when we first signed him, I would just like, I would just go to the shop and like sit in his office and just hang out. Like, yeah. cause I was just like, so, you know, and I still am to this day, like his, his, um, you know, he what he's accomplished in the sport and it's just amazing. So yeah, I'm getting off on a tangent, but yeah. That's anyway, fun. so then after, after my first two years I did, um, here in the States, then, I took an opportunity to, to go over to Europe. Um, so I ran, um, I was the category marketing manager for, for uh, the European region. So based in Barcelona um, was, you know, an incredible experience. I don't know if you, we can, we can dive into that, but then. Yeah, go um, for it, man. This back. is your, however long you're willing to keep me on the phone. Like this, <laughs> like tell the world, man, I love yeah. this stuff. This is so much stuff that people cool. probably have all the kinds of time in the world too. They'll, they'll listen to it twice. They'll skip over me talking, but they'll listen yeah. to you twice. <laughs> Rad. Okay. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I, yeah, it's a, it's a funny story. So I went, it was, I went over for motocross and nations in 2016 at Majora park, which I mean, as a, as a moto guy was just, it was the first time I had, I had been to a couple of motocross and nations here in the States, Bud's Creek, obviously like, you know, m you know, <laughs> uh, uh, if anyone was there, like, you know, there's like, it's like people who shook Sinatra's hand, right? Like if you were at Bud's Creek at motocross and nations, like it's just something that everybody talks about. But right. um, anyway, yeah. So I went over for Majora in 2016, you know, top three moment in my moto life, I would say like just to see that in person and, um, obviously things didn't go team USA's way with, with JA getting landed on, which was such a bummer, but anyway, yeah, he got um, a kamikaze pilot to the back of the head. Dude. Yeah. That was gnarly. <laughs> that was a gnarly whole situation. It was crazy too, because like, and it, I mean, Italy's pretty loose, right? So like the met, I, and like, I know Jason and like, you know, I, so obviously ran over there and was kind of like, like, you know, hopefully he's okay. And like, dude, they were like covering, covering up the stretcher with like, like tarps almost kind of like they didn't want people to see in and like so there was a couple a couple minutes there where we were all just like holy shit like this is gnarly i hope it's okay I, you, is this like a bleeping show like what no you can fucking here? swear as much as you'd like um, oh, i don't know if fox corporate <laughs> said like cares how much you say fuck but i personally don't fucking care how many times you say fuck all right all right, sweet. Uh, that, let, remind me to go back to that because we can talk about censorship on some stuff that we just dropped. But anyway, um, yeah, at, at Motocross Nation, so I was with some of our like, you know, some of our big like corporate management staff was there at the race. And like after the whole weekend, I, I was we were <laughs> just so happened to be like the whole French team came up to our 
zone and we're all kind of partying and like i mentioned to the he was our i don't know what what his position was at the time but um he was like the gm of international or something i can't remember but um i told him i'm like man if there's ever an opportunity for for me to come over here like i would really like to spend some time in europe and like i'd, I'd love to like learn and grow and like i'm a i'm a student of the sport obviously as, as you can probably tell but um, so yeah, fast forward, like six months after that, they offered me a spot to, to move over to Europe. So I took it. Um, I'll never forget. I came home and, um, my wife and I, we had just gotten married that October prior. And this is like June, I want to say, or May. And they're like, and I came home and I'm like, I'm like, babe, like, what do you think? Like, would you be down to move to Europe? Like I, I they're going to offer me a position. And she's just like, yeah, for sure. Like, let's do this. So, um, so yeah, anyway, short, you, you, yeah, you've got to keep her there. The oh, she's way cooler. I tell everybody, like, once you meet my wife, you totally forget about me. She's like way cooler than I am. I already have. But, um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so what did that went over to Europe, ran the marketing category for, um, for Fox over there. And our, our headquarters in Europe is, is based in Barcelona, but we've got little satellite offices all over one in the UK, one in Germany. So got to travel a ton, obviously being at the races and, and getting to know the the whole scene over there. And, you know, the, the European community is just so interesting. It's, it's so different than the, the North American moto community. Um, but so it was just an incredible learning opportunity for me. Got to, you know, go to a bunch of GPs, got really close with the HRC team over there, was part of obviously Tim's championship run last year, which was incredible. Um, but yeah, just, super cool experience and then um at the end so then at the end of last year i i, I moved back so they offered me a, another position to come back over here um to run global marketing for moto and then i actually just you know obviously with covid and everything there's been some changes within the company and um so i, I actually just changed positions again so now i'm now i'm doing all uh global sports marketing for the brand across both moto and bike so I'm, I'm like dipping my toe into the, the world of mountain bike now. So it's oh, cool. uh, pretty exciting. So yeah, that's my, that's my current role. <laughs> so you've already booked a, a trip to, to go take in the cycling uh, industry by going to Whistler for uh, about a month. Dude, I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's, Absolutely. I'm, I'm a, I, I'm all about the bike park because I'm a moto guy. So I like yeah, to ride the lift. And then, like, going down is just, like, I mean, the downhill bikes are basically, like, motorbikes without motors, you know? Basically, <laughs> so yeah. They're, I got they're that heavy, They're heavy duty. And, yeah, just as, as long as you're com- comfortable sending it, you can send it. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's been, a, it's been quite a journey. And um, just, you know, super thankful to be part of such a special brand and, you know, to, to play a, a pretty important role, I would say, in, the, in, you know, the future of it, too. So it's, it's exciting. We got some, got some exciting things in the pipeline. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to, uh, yeah, continuing to grow and continuing to, uh, you know, be a part of a brand that I'm, that I'm so passionate about. Fair enough. Well, let's like let's continue to to stay a little bit on the uh, on spinning the clocks back a little bit. What was the first yeah. Fox kit that you saw that was just like game changer? These guys have it. This is this is the look. Who was wearing it? Where did you see it? Um, I, I know what it is for me. I'm curious what it is for you. Yeah, I just I'm a I'm a huge. I, I apologize to all my other friends from other OEMs that you're that that are listening, but I'm a huge Honda guy, um, and like everything okay, that just Jeremy wore. Now, 
<laughs> everything that Jeremy wore in like '96 was yes. just insane. Like that With the stuff, wings, obviously, like the Honda the wings coming up. Stuff and yeah, 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 the Honda wings turned horizontal, going up the up the front of the jer- uh, pant jersey. Um, obviously, like the you know the stuff he wore in Terra Firma Two, which was so cool. Like we got to recreate that with Kenny down the road, so that was like right. kind of a dream scenario. Did you, um, did you like the plaid yeah. pants from that year? I don't. I, I'm not a big plaid guy. I gotta no. say, I'm, I apologize. It's a very Canadian thing. I know you, yeah, that's a lot of yeah. Canadian <laughs> thing. Yeah, um, yeah, that stuff was killer. But honestly, like it's funny because I talk about this all the time. And so one kit that really sticks out to me um that we actually never sold and it, it's kind of one that like it's almost hard to find pictures of it on the internet but i want to say i can't remember exactly the year but it was it was rc at daytona um when he was on hondas and he came out i don't think he even raced in it but he came out and, and wore it in practice i believe he might have raced in it but i was there that day and white it red was and an black. all white kit yeah. white and black yeah, but it was like with a big fox logos on the he pants. Had been wearing with the orange, but it was all white, and I was just and it was kind of it had rained earlier, so like Daytona, you know, Daytona's kind of a mess, and he comes out in this mm-hmm. all white kit, and I'm just like, dude, you are so sick! Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, and that was also that that's Honda days. That is RC at the height of his powers. Like, oh, yeah. I'm on my head in the first corner. Watch me be in first with ten laps to go. Uh, I'm yep. also going to lap fifth place today. Uh, if yep. I'm not mistaken, that's the same race where he lapped up to third, which was Tim Ferry at the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember that kit. That kit was, that was some of my favorite stuff. My absolute number one was uh, he had this green 360 stuff that he wore uh, in 01 on Cowie. Um, okay. I'm, kawasaki kid growing up started racing in 2000 like that was like i just i that i between him and 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 uh and james on on fox stuff i'm like that's what you need to look like um but james hadn't <laughs> yeah. turned pro at the time so yeah when like the 360 stuff that that uh ricky wore in 01 uh when he wasn't in that god-awful orange uh yeah that was my that, <laughs> yeah. that was my, my stuff yeah yeah i'm man i'm, I'm like it's funny. Like I'm so, I get, I get like, I'm so partial to it, obviously, like, especially now, like, you know, being so involved in it, but it's just, it's so cool. Like when we, especially like getting to work with Chad, especially like during, you know, his last couple of years racing and like, he's so like particular about his, the, the way that his gear is designed and like the color combos that he puts together. So I, I think for me, like that's the coolest part now is like, when we get an athlete's input and and can like truly apply it to to the gear um and and it like once it comes to life like from seeing it on the computer screen like talking about it for months and then there's like that moment in time when they finally get to wear it um and like just the look on their face when you bring it to the truck and like it's just it's rad and and then obviously if they have a good night like it's it's even better so um it's it's pretty fun stuff man i got i'm not gonna lie all right, so since it's we're almost off topic now, you've probably kind of forgot about it already, but let, we're going to go back to that Matt Gerke comment. What yeah. video did Matt Gerke appear in for the very first time dressed head-to-toe in Fox equipment to jump with Travis Pastrana? It's got to be like one of those, uh, those mini warriors, right? It's not mini warriors. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it, I've failed. Give me an F. 
It's the tri- it's the Children of a Metal God third, uh, oh, third video from yeah. the trilogy. <laughs> he shows up at this random practice track with uh, Pastrana, and they're jumping this big double, and he just sends it on a on a, on a YZ eighty. Um, I, I said eighty a Z a Z for you guys. I know Canadians we, we say Z, but yeah, you you wouldn't have understood oh. if I said Z. So um, I actually do know that because all the Euros say Z. So I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty international nowadays, bro. <laughs> okay okay fair enough fair enough um so like okay full disclosure uh in through the late 2000s early uh like late 2000s early 2010s uh i i personally feel that on a design standpoint fox kind of lost their way as it, as a brand that perennially came out with absolute fire like yeah, and and I, honestly, I, I have I've had Todd Covey on the show. For those who don't know, he's uh, he's the big boss, the hot sauce over at We Big, and he's also uh, responsible for a lot of uh, a few designs uh, over at Fox over the years. And I, I <laughs> absolute talked, legend. <laughs> I talked to Todd, and I said, I want to see the Fox logo from the two thousands. I want it dead center of the chest, just like it always was. And I want it. I, yeah. I, I want that gear to come back. I said that four <laughs> years ago on this podcast. I assume my check is in the mail, as far as like head designer. Like I, I don't. I'm not even mad that you guys completely stole my idea and then completely like just like all the way back to Millville two years ago when basically the entire uh, pro circuit team was wearing my idea. I'm I'm gonna willing to let that go. <laughs> Um, but that dude, like I, I, I couldn't be happier the way that the, the brand has basically re-embraced that look, that Fox logo, um, is, is a huge step in the right direction. I love it. Yeah, it's, uh, for sure, man. No, I appreciate that. I, I think, um, you know, I can't say good enough things about our, our current team and everybody, honestly, that we've got over on the product and design side, like we're, we're in a really good spot and, um, man, I, I, am lucky enough to get previews into, you know, what's coming down the pipeline, you know, even two, three years down the road. So I can, I can tell you, we got some, we got some heat in the can. <laughs> Fair enough. So you're saying that I might've, I might not have been completely solely responsible for the new look. Uh, yeah, you could say that. I'll give okay. you a little bit of credit, but there, there's a lot of people involved. I gotta, I gotta give them the love. <laughs> Fair enough. It like not completely a hot take that I like the, the Fox gear from the early two thousands. Um, but right. I, I do, I love it. Um, let, let's, yeah. let's, yeah. let's turn that conversation over to the gear from this weekend then. Um, sure. as soon as I saw the spider, like it was, it was, um, Throttle Syndicate posted a picture of what uh, McAdoo's bike was going to look like. And when I saw the spider, spider yeah. I'm like, Matasevich slash Robbie Raynard 1992 yeah. Spring Series. That is that is a <laughs> phenomenal throwback gear. How did that yeah. come to life? Um, and does that all, it all turn into the, the, that censorship side of things you were talking about? Or am I completely off track? The, the what? Sorry? The, you you what mentioned something about censorship earlier but that maybe that's completely oh no 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 things. that's no. uh that's around our like those unplugged uh edits that we've been dropping oh never mind then uh so let's yeah. focus on this this gear that just came out personally yeah like as soon as i saw it this like that's a gear that can totally like style wise be brought forward almost exactly as it was which is basically what you guys yeah. did 
brought it to life. And um, I think it even popped better now uh, with how vibrant you can make the colors. Everything went well. Yeah. Sure as hell helps when AC's leading laps and stuff like that, unfortunately, goes down. But um, yeah, yeah. Like, t- <laughs> tell me a little bit about the, the reincarnation of the spider look. It, it needed to happen. I'm glad yeah. you guys brought it back. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. So, um, yeah, I, I guess it could it could go back even to last year. So we brought back the um, the zebra um, colorway right. and design. So that was like kind of started it, and then you know, so we did when when we dropped that one last year. So we had a we had a flex air version of it, and then we also had a, like a we called it a heritage version. But it was mm-hmm. so last year what we did was actually like a a true remake of like you know, a, a vintage, vintage materials. It was a cotton based Jersey with a, you know, turtleneck on it. And, um, Love but it. this time around, so I'm not sure if you, you, I'm sure you probably noticed, but earlier in the year, like to end off the Supercross season, we had, uh, like a, we called it like a modern take on the, the spider web design. So we had a flex air and a 180 version of that. The pro circuit guys wore the, um, or sorry, the pro circuit guys wore, wore the 180 version, and then um, Kenny ended up wearing the flex air version of it. So, right. um, typically in a normal year, the Fox Raceway National would have just been a couple weeks after the finale of Supercross. Obviously, that didn't happen. But um, you know, being with our partnership around Fox Raceway and um, you know celebrating sort of the end of the national season, um, yes. we wanted to Giving we wanted to hold finger. that release. Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to hold it until then, but. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a full on, like just, um, you know, full nod to the old, the old version. It's, it's on a modern chassis. It's on a, the, the production version's on a 180 chassis. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just, you know, we, it, that's what's so special about working for, you know, a, a brand like Fox is there, there's so much history, you know, so we're able to, you know, and, and so many of us who, who work there now just have so much respect for everything that the family did and, you know, what Pete did, especially for, moto design i mean around like the image collection back in the day so mm-hmm. um yeah it's just it it was a really fun one you know obviously you know great opportunity to activate around it uh, you know the raceway and you know man with with the summer that adam was having like just to just to put it on him and have it running at the front of the pack you know obviously the the championship didn't go our way but um man we're still stoked on on everything that he was able to do this summer and man that stuff looked good on him so uh yeah it was was rad it was sold out in like i think it's already gone like it was sold out in like 20 oh no hours, i tried so. i know i tried <laughs> uh sorry yeah, if you believe, didn't get any <laughs> yeah believe you me i definitely tried i did love the uh the, the the font on the back of uh of ac although i'm going to add that i think that that number nine Reminds me more of the nine that was on the back of Osho's jerseys back when he was with Answer than it does anything that I've seen ah. from Fox prior. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Well, you can we can we can blame Clay for that. He he's he's the one on the on the number font, so <laughs> we'll have to call him out. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But like this, that, this is the beauty of uh, of Fox as a brand. I don't want to just compare. Like this is a podcast where just blow Fox, but the, I have you on, so I yeah. have to do that. Um, like. <laughs> It's getting to the point where even last year when you guys did the zebra, like it was almost a mm-hmm. throwback to a throwback because there's some yeah. people out there who they love the zebra because they think Damon Bradshaw, Bradshaw's the best, blah, 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 blah. He rad, like he had yeah. that uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it was absolutely unbelievable and it was groundbreaking yeah. and they remember the print ads, this, that, and the other thing. And there's also people totally. out there that remember James Stewart, Stefan Roncata, 
Hangtown Moto yep. Two, the two of them going battled back and forth. I think it must have actually it must have been Moto One because there's no way Roncada had a second Moto in them, and <laughs> they're they're just going back and forth, and yeah, it's it's and that that was the gear that both him and R- RC ran the the red stuff with the black pants. And that to yeah. me is the 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 spider web look, right? And of course, he, like, totally. because yeah. I'm a bit of a historian, I go back and watch all the uh, old terra firmas, and I, I read through the old uh, um, motocross files and this, that, and the other thing to get that knowledge. But like, it's it's really cool that there's some people who grew up with the sport that they remember James in his heyday wearing the blue with the the spider, yeah. and then they see that web come back here in 2020, which you'd think like, oh, like that's not that far behind. That is almost. 18 years ago uh I know. so it, it, it wow. really depends on what time you're coming through right so um totally. yeah it's really interesting to see like you guys can almost like dig like dig looks up more than once it, it's it's kind of interesting that way yeah absolutely man yeah it's, it's fun like you know that's again like that's the luxury of of you know such having such rich history and you know being able to nod to those moments in time you know like we actually as to sort of like tease up the the gear for the weekend like mm-hmm. we pulled some photos like there's the there's that famous photo of of damon bradshaw from the the it's a, it was a supercross in japan i can't remember quite uh what the what osaka. city it was in but what's that osaka japan osaka yeah exactly but like that that photo of him that i believe he took um you know kind of throwing that like dog pisser one footer and like, you know, we threw that on our Instagram story and then like a photo of RC from, um, from Hangtown and uh, a photo of Matasevich. So it's like, it, it was, a, it was a cool way to tee it up. Cause it's just, like, there is like so many other moments in time where we, we got to celebrate that design. So um, yeah, man, it's uh, fun stuff for sure. Absolutely. So having been at Fox for as long as you have, uh, and, and you meet so many people and in your ha- in your case, all around the world, um, what's some of the feedback that you've received from people as to what the brand of Fox means to them, uh, as far as, uh, how they endear themselves to it? Like I said, it's that aspiring brand. People want to wear it. People will, they'll, they'll spend extra wear. It. And I think I can tie this into my next question when I say, uh, that when they, they see, uh ken roxon where they they immediately go to the website and then blow you guys out of your stock yeah yeah for sure it's uh it's special man like i i um you know i i have like photographer friends that like send me photos of of fans all the time with tattoos and it's like man it's just it's so it's just so awesome that people have such a love for what we do and you know enough to you know tattoo our logo on their skin like it's just like man, that, that can be like, of course, like, yeah, there's jokes about like, you know, people clown on that, but at the same time, it's like, man, no, that's cool. Like I think that's something to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, you know, it's just a, it's a legacy of, of excellence, honestly. Like we've got such an, you know, me obviously so being so close to the athlete side of things, like it's just, it's, it's just legendary to be involved with, you know, such amazing athletes and such amazing, you know, moments in time tied to product. And it's just like that logo is, is just, it's iconic, you know? And um, yeah, it's really special, dude. Like it's really cool, especially like, you know, when we sign new teams or, you know, bring in athletes, like it, especially we, we deal with it a lot with, uh, with pro circuit because, you know, they're obviously a young team, they got, you know, new kids coming up and, you know, if, especially if it's, um, you know, athletes that haven't been part of Fox, like 
the, the first time they get to like kid up and like, you see that look on their face, it's just like, man, oh, yeah. you, you know, they, they know that they're part of something special now. Um, and, and, you know, that's something that we work really hard to maintain, you know, and um, it, it's, uh, it, it's something that I think about every single day when I wake up and it's like, okay, how do we continue to evolve and continue to be better? And um, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, I got to thank everybody that, you know, laid that foundation for us. And, you know, it's, it, it's, we're in a, a really exciting point, uh, I think in the history of our brand currently, like with our, you know, we've got some, some new people involved and some people coming back that have been involved, um, which is just exciting. And it's like, you know, building it into the future is, is really what we're looking for here. And how do we continue to elevate the sport overall? Because at the end of the day, like, you know, we all, we all rely on the sport as, as an industry and, um, you know, we just want to get more people on bikes and inspire more people to, you know, buy dirt bikes and buy gear and, and support the local tracks and dealers and, you know, just continue to, uh, to evolve this thing. So yeah, it's pretty special. Absolutely. And of course, Fox as an, as a company with, mo- with motocross so near and dear to its heart, the, like I've, I've heard interviews with Pete himself. The fact, the reason yeah. why you guys have gear period is because, the Fox was supporting a race team with the shocks. And of course a dirt bike flying by at 50, 60 miles an hour um, with a a little logo on the side of the shock doesn't really uh, catch a lot of attention, but a yellow and red Jersey (laughs) with a Fox logo on it. um, That's going to turn some heads. Um, And actually the, like, I don't know, maybe I'm telling the story incorrectly, but basically the, 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 the gear was so popular that people started asking to purchase it. Uh, and right. <laughs> of course the guys were like, well, that's not for sale. That's just, a, it's, a, it's a marketing sort of, uh, position to, to, to show us, show off our, our these, these awesome shocks that we're, that we have. And at that point, yeah. if you didn't have Fox air shocks on the, on the back of your twin, twin shock, uh, motocross bike, who were you? Like you're not winning races. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and like, yeah. but it, it completely evolved from that. Like, it's so weird to me that the brand basically like from something that, it was basically just to draw attention to something different, completely right. struck genius elsewhere. That is almost like, that's almost like the, the, the equivalent or the epitome of an idiot savant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Totally. Like you accidentally like discovered plutonium. <laughs> 1000% man. You, you, you nailed it. <laughs> so like from, from that standpoint, like, like the way you guys advertise and like I talked about the, the print ads in the, in before with the, the thinker pose, yeah. of course, huge with RJ in the back, back in the day. And they also had the zebra look like tons of amazing print ads. I don't know that I, I, I know of as many, of course, also the, the Doug Henry one with his scar, mm-hmm. um, over the years. I don't know that I've seen as many of those lately, but what I have seen is these limited edition one of a kind setups that come out uh, that are, are extremely limited run, and those uh-huh. in a way act as those print ads. They bring people to the website, and like me, completely yep. sold out. Um, but they're already here. Well, if I couldn't buy that, what, like, and then then they they flip on over to like say the one eighty or the three sixty uh, gear, and, and they still yep. make a purchase. Is that yep. Fox's new approach? to marketing is, is to get people to like, see it, want it, get to the website. And, and if, and if they can get it fantastic, you're going to look awesome and you're going to turn heads at the track. But if you can't, you're going to find something that you love at foxracing.com. I hate no free. Totally. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, you know, we've, we've, uh, we're, we're so blessed to have, you know, such an incredible athlete roster and, you know, especially, um, you know, with Ken being so influential in the space and, you know, uh, you know, going back to like, even, you know, put, putting Chad over on Fox from shift and like having Dunge, like Dunge was just so incredible for us as far as like just being an influential, uh, you know, personality in the sport. So, I mean, yeah, it's really like, it's really around using our athletes as a platform to, you know, create, um, I hate to even use this word, but like hype around the brand, you know, it's like, it's not necessarily yeah. like exactly, you know, it, the exact product that the exact athlete is wearing. It's, it's like selling that brand idea, you know, and, and, um, you know, being part of, like I said, like being part of something special and regardless of what product you choose, it's like associating yourself to that excellence as a brand. And, you know, we're, we're super proud of obviously the, the products that we make. So as long as they're choosing something of ours, that that's what, you know, that's what we're really after here. So um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's, it's fun to like, you know, obviously have them as a platform and, and, you know, really utilize each individual personality to, you know, tell the story of Fox through the eyes of, of our athletes. You know, that's, that's something that, you know, we've always been established on, um, which is like excellent, you know, athlete marketing. So, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll continue to do that and, and just align with the best in our sport. That's, that's the goal. Absolutely. I, I sort of liken it to uh, a quote from a book that I recently read by uh, uh, Terry O'Reilly. Uh, a book called okay. This I Know. It's a Canadian author. If you want, to, if you want, I'll send you a link to it. Probably one of my favorite books. Uh, and it, it's that companies, great companies, don't sell products; they sell emotion. Yeah, they exactly. they 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 pull on your heartstrings. It's same same reason why uh, they get you to spend money on those infomercials. You see kids that are in a in a like a, a really shitty scenario, or dogs, or this that and the other thing, or Sometimes they're selling you the experience or the idea of yeah. being the the best looking guy at the track, the kid that's got the totally. best kit, absolutely hooked up, head to toe, just absolutely crushing. It. And I, that's like as much as you guys sell amazing, well fitted, performing motocross gear. I think uh -huh. that a lot of people go and shop at at FoxRacing.com because they imagine themselves. Like first of all, they they love the fact that you can buy something from a company where you can actually name the person, similar to Mitch Payton. Like, <laughs> go with yeah. me on this. When you buy a, yeah. a pro circuit pipe, somehow in your head you think that that Mitch Payton knows that you purchased it and is pumped <laughs> that you're putting it on your motorcycle. And I don't know how they've achieved that, but they have. And same thing yeah. with 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 Fox Racing. Like those who know a little bit about the company, they immediately think that like. Somehow Pete Fox knows that I purchased this uh, this gear. Maybe Austin Hoover knows too. That would be cool as well. Um, and that and that like when you when I go like when I put my gear on, it's almost like putting on like a superhero outfit. Like you're yeah. literally like I am the big boss, hot sauce, can't be beat. Nobody looks better than me. And uh, um, and yeah. that's that experience that you guys sell. And I think that's what helps people uh, fill their cart and then uh, and then check out at the end of the day. I think I honestly like. That, totally. that to me is what you guys sell. And I think you do well, a good job yeah. of it. Awesome. Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. We, uh, I, um, I spend, well, nowadays I would say I spend a lot of time in my spare bedroom cause we're, we're, <laughs> we're like hybrid working from home. Still. Yes. But yeah, we okay. spend a lot of time behind a computer screen working on that. So I, I appreciate that feedback, man. It, it's, uh, means a lot. 
Fair enough. So now you, you working with these athletes, let's go into the, like the uh, Austin Hoover brand manager, athlete manager yeah. uh, role. Um, some of the first guys that you dealt with, I like, I, I imagine that you probably shadowed uh, a guy uh, like you, you shattered, shadowed Beaker before you got the job. Yes. No, maybe you can completely just t- tell the story for me but i did yeah yeah how'd that work and then like at one point did he just throw you to the wolves and then you have ryan denji looking (laughs) at you like hey kid get it right you guys are the same age by the way yeah 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 actually ryan's younger than me um but yeah it's funny man like beaks was obviously like such a huge part of my you know development and, and working at fox and you know me and him obviously you know are still super good friends to this day actually um, oh, my phone call. He called me while while we've been doing this. So <laughs> you red button um, Beaker to talk to me. I'm gonna text him. I did, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, he was God. I mean, he's just he's kind of like the the godfather of the like the athlete manager of our industry, you know. So for for me, like you know, we we knew each other before I worked at Fox, and um, obviously, but then you know, we got really really close once I once I. Um, I did join the brand. So yeah, man, I, I realized from a really early onset, like I've got a lot to learn from this guy, you know? Um, so yeah, I really like latched onto him. I mean, he was my boss. So like, you know, we spent a ton of time together and um, yeah, I, I would say like a, a good chunk of, of, you know, how I operate now is, is, you know, stuff that I learned from Beaker. And, um, but just, yeah, totally like his relationships in the sport and, what the doors he was able to open for me was like, I, I can never thank him enough for that. And, um, I, I remember like when there was like a moment when like we realized that I was going to go to Europe and, um, it was, it was like, it was like the one thing that I was like kind of sad about, like we weren't going to be like this dynamic duo of mm-hmm. like sports marketing dudes at the Irvine headquarters. But, um, Batman yeah, it's like, he, yeah, Batman and Robin. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he really like helped to, you know, give me the tools to create that opportunity for me to go over there. And I mean, my, you know, my career has obviously evolved quite a bit, like ever since I made that decision. So, um, yeah, it was, was, uh, just learned so much from him and, um, can't thank him enough for, for everything he did for me. And but yeah, I, I, I don't normally talk this nicely about him, so <laughs> it's clear Fair that enough. Neither that do I. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's, uh, I also like give him a lot of shit because when we would travel together, he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, dude. So like stay at the, at the hotel, like as close to the airport as you can get the first flight out. Like you can eat at this Outback Steakhouse or like this TGI Fridays. And I'm just like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I want to go in the city. I want to find like a local restaurant. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. dude, you're out of your mind. But he's still running that same program, and I still give him a hard time. So <laughs> there's Honestly, my there's my shit talk moment. <laughs> nothing can even affect Beaker right now because his Lakers won yesterday. So like, there's there's nothing you could possibly say to Beaks right now to 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 pull him off of uh, that high horse that Dude, he's on right now. He had he had a pretty epic weekend. His boy Chase won, and then the Lakers won. Like yeah, uh, yeah he's he's riding high. He's riding high right now. <laughs> no kidding. I am. I, I bet, I bet those uh, the the bonus check uh, clears too. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Completely side note, like like also talking basketball. Uh, the Alpine Star basket, like the the Bulls uniform. Like maybe it's conflict of interest to, to comment on it, but I'll at least say 
that was a good look. Like I don't like as far as like the, <laughs> the, the, the the Chicago Bulls, like that's I'm 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 not mad at that one. I'm not yeah, for sure. And I mean Chase Chase is like such a big MJ fan, especially like from mm. the um Ever since the last dance documentary came out, I think he like realized how sick he really was. Because like we were making yes. Jordan jokes for a while, and I know that he knows like a ton about him. But like being so young, I think the the documentary oh, gave you? him a chance yeah. to like really see it. So yeah, that was cool. It was. I, I hey man, I'm a, I'm a fan of the sport. And, like if an athlete's stoked on what they got going on, like it's even if it's from another brand, like I gotta respect that, you know. Absolutely. It must have bummed you guys out a little bit to, to not be going with him along uh, to with, with uh, his new ride at Honda. Um, obviously staying on the same brand, winning a championship for you guys yeah. not six months ago, um, which I guess is our, kind of, we'll, we'll talk about next, really kind of the Fox, Fox shift combination. Um, and yeah. then... Yeah, like, but uh, like, it must have it must have been a bit of a bummer to lose a guy like that because uh, he's like in a lot of ways, uh, aside from maybe uh, uh, Dylan Ferrandis, he, he's kind of like the the hot kid coming out of the the two fifty class right now. I guess he's already there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, Chase is a great kid, and you know, um, obviously, it didn't work out for us to, to to continue working together. But yeah, I mean, we we wish him all the best. We had a we had a great run together, and um yeah we're we're still rooting for him in the background so he's he's an awesome dude and you never know he's got a long career ahead of him so <laughs> fair enough like like austin it's not 1995 you can't have all of the honda 252 strokes like <laughs> beaker actually beaker actually was texting me the other day we were talking about it and he just was and then he, his quote was you can't have them all <laughs> no and like at one point fox had uh lampson they had McGrath and they had Henry all under the same yeah. tent at Supercrosses in the top ten. Like that, talk about being greedy. Like I don't know what contracts were like then. They <laughs> mustn't have been insane like they are now, because you guys literally had like uh, the field. Um, I'm looking at a. Uh, I'm actually looking at an out of date calendar from 2000 when I think oh four McGrath sending it. Yamaha number two, some actually some not my favorite Fox gear. I think it's actually a throwback to the Fox gear that you guys did for uh, McGrath or for Reed. Remember when he did that, the yellow stuff? Oh yeah, the black, the black and yellow stuff. Yeah, no, I'm looking at that right yeah. now, but it has like a brown back to it. I don't know why it was brown. Hmm. I don't know. Weird. Um, but let let's talk about the the Fox shift. Obviously, it shift comes out. 1997, 96, yep. I suppose. Um, and it was an absolutely rev revolutionary look. Had never been seen before. Really cool. Everybody loved it, especially with Emig just absolutely crushing it indoors and out. Um, he wins one Supercross that year off of McGrath, getting uh, 13 in a yeah. row. No big deal. Uh, also in Fox <laughs> here at the time. Uh, yep. But, uh, like, Shift coming through as a brand that, uh, like, it, I feel like it's, like, in a way, Fox is like if you have your like wholesome family that like you use like you're just like your 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 family of four white picket fence Fox, but like yeah. they're one like yeah. the fifth the third son who is like he's kind of he's he's got some like dark he's 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 dyed his hair jet black. Um, <laughs> his his yeah. favorite racer might have been J Law at some point. Uh, yeah, that's your that's your shift guy. You know what I mean? He's a little bit punk yeah. rock. Uh, and I think that yeah. that, that that's sort of the uh, what the brands 
been and that's where it continues to be. And then for that reason, yeah. I ask, why go? Uh, why, why throw that all over Jeremy Martin then? Because that's the opposite thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, go, going back, I, I you know, in 97 and when, when you know, the, the brand was established, obviously, kind of built around Jeff Emig, but at the same time was, was really kind of an answer to the freestyle movement and, yeah. you know, the, the crusty days and, yep. and, every, and everything that was happening at the time. So it was like, you know, the, the Fox brand obviously felt like, you know, that was kind of a space that was, you know, super controversial and maybe a place that like didn't really have, you know, Fox didn't really have a home there. Um, so yeah, the, 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 the company took the opportunity to start another brand and, you know, did it with Jeff, but then also had, um, you know, Seth and, uh, sync Mars and, you know, that, that whole crew of, you know, sort of like the free ride movement, which, um, is rad and, you know, still obviously a, a big part of the shift brand, but, man, shift has really kind of served as, as that, um, flanking point for Fox just throughout this, throughout the years, you know, since being established in 97 and, you know, you can definitely take it places where Fox can't go. Like I said, I mean, you know, we've, we've had points in time where we were making, uh, you know, leathers for shifter cart racing and, um, you know, we've had cheeseburger helmets and, you know, we've kind of been all, all across the board. I mean, so it's, it's dipped in and out of racing. I mean, you know, going back to the, you know, the days of like Jerry Dostal wearing shift racing supercross. Oh, wow, there's a name, um, Jerry Dostal. I'd love to do one of these. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. The guy? so, so if you think, what's that? Where's he from? I don't even know. I, I don't know. I'm not I sure. might have to I'm, I'm failing on the Dostal. trivia. You're, you're putting me on the spot twice and I've failed both times. Sorry, man. <laughs> I, I have a much yeah. harder one, so I might have to scrap it all together. Dude, I'm not a trivia guy. I'm going to be honest. That's okay. But, um, That's okay. That's okay. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, um, it's, it's a, it's an awesome, you know, brand to, to have, like I said, kind of as a, as a flanking point for Fox. And, you know, like I said, we've dipped in and out of racing and had a great run with the, with the Geico crew and man, just want to take the opportunity too to, to, you know, congratulate those guys on an epic run. It's, it's so sad to see it ending, but, um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, we've, we've used it. Um, we've used the shift brand, like I said, kind of coming in and out and, and, you know, obviously it's awesome to still have guys like, you know, Fro and Hanson involved with the brand still. And we've actually like, you know, Fro lives right down the road nowadays. He's been down in Newport beach quite a bit. So me and him still spend a bunch of time together and he's, he's got way better stories than I do, but um, it's just cool to still have the guy who, you know, the brand was built around in 97 still be a part of it. And, still sit in meetings when we talk about strategy and like things that we're going to start and develop. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's like, it's like a, a cool bonus of working at Fox is, you know, you also have shift as a part of it. So, um, pretty rad. Absolutely. And then when, when you guys make the full shift over, uh, from like when you guys took over, like when it was like the FC Honda guys had to, or they were kind of, they were all over the place really. Cause they had the alias thing. That went off, uh, yeah. and then out of nowhere, it was it was shift gear with sixty helmets. I'm sure there were some contracts that needed to expire uh, to go head to <laughs> yeah. toe fox, yeah. uh, which is why exactly. they were yeah. uh, still Alpine Star boots for a short bit. But I remember talking yeah. to Jeremy Martin when he was sitting in the back of his truck at uh, at Milestone, not to name drop, and I'll do that every once in a while because I get to do cool things sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you can do that much better than I can. Um, <laughs> but uh, like I'm sitting in the tailgate, I sit in the box of his truck, and I noticed something similar to his setup that's similar to me. And I, I like to notice those things because I bring myself back into the oh. conversation. Is that yeah. he wears Tech 8s. 
which is weird because of course the Tech 10 is like the aspiring boot. It's I've worn both. I personally prefer the Tech 8s because I have narrow yeah. feet, and so does he. Okay. I asked him like why why the Tech why Tech Tech 8s why not Tech 10. He's like dude like the like the Tech like the Tech 10s feel like clown shoes. Like I feel like they, my feet get lost in them. Like the the toe <laughs> box of the of the eight is that much smaller. So I want to ask you this. I've tried on tra- the Fox Instincts in the past. How did you guys tackle yeah. that with uh, Jeremy Martin, who's got probably the smallest feet in professional motocross? <laughs> Trade secrets. Uh, we actually make him a, we make him a custom size seven. I figured. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've had uh, to not do it quite that small. Like a couple... What's that? I'm not quite that small, but. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've had the seven actually the 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 we like the size seven last you'd say like if we need to pull it out like Courtney Duncan wears it um, okay Ryder, you might have noticed Ryder DiFrancesco has just recently started wearing them so I did notice um, that, yeah, yeah we've we we've got the size seven like kind of tucked in our back pocket and we pull it out whenever we need to so Jeremy Jeremy was one of them <laughs> yeah those those guys are miniature are they not yeah it's wild yeah i think he i want to say he's in a i'm not as i'm not i don't have my hands on the product quite as much as i as i used to but i want to say he's in like a kids kids xl glove as well fair enough <laughs> uh right on so also also letting everyone know that uh uh jerry martin also not packing heat but uh um <laughs> that's not, not what i'm saying dude's not a lot of heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Fair enough. it was it's, rad it's, actually like being i was i spent a lot of time back at the races this summer because we yeah. actually we hired a new um a new athlete manager um so i was kind of you know going back getting him up to speed and um it was also a great excuse to get out of my house during yes. quarantine so um man it was it was pretty special like being around jeremy and just seeing how he was operating like inside of of the geico team you know because man it's a a bunch of kids over there you know they're all they were all so young and like this summer obviously you know how it is at the outdoors like it's just the day is so quick and like things go so fast and like kids you know they're throwing dirty gear everywhere and like yeah it's just wild and then you got jeremy like off to the side like this veteran who's just like stoic and quiet and like doesn't really say much but is just like kicking everyone's ass like it was it was pretty cool actually so was was cool to be around for that no kidding. He's he's literally got to feel like uh like that that grizzled vet in the corner that's just sort of like yeah. waiting to unload on everybody. And he was able to do that. <laughs> um, put the number six up where it needed to be. Uh, you could tell yep. at certain races he's down on power a little bit, going up Mount Martin yep. and stuff like that. Literally, I think I saw him shake his head whilst doing so, which is yeah. a little bit of a bummer. But uh, there is a, a, an outside chance that he's uh, still head to toe in uh, Fox Racing Apparel for 2021. I'm I'm not gonna hint at all of what I may know or what I don't know or what I'm probably just talking completely out my ass. I think he's at PC next year. Um, but uh, yeah, like it's really I don't know, really I, I don't know anything like about that. Just for the record, <laughs> no, I don't either. I don't either. So we both we both know the the, the same nothing. Uh, at all so we'll have to move on to something else but uh had to have been cool to see uh a guy like jet uh jet lawrence uh get a yeah. get a race win on the same weekend where his brother probably gets the news that he's getting his shoulder fixed yeah yeah that was a like kind of a 
double-edged sword, I guess you would say. Yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing day for Jet. And like, man, those kids are, those kids are really special to me too. Like, you know, we, we spent some time together over in Europe and um, got, got to be really close with the family. And um, yeah, they're, they're honestly like family to me. So it was, was pretty rad, you know, to, to see, you know, we saw it like, especially in Jet, like, I mean, Hunter and Jet, they're both so, so talented, but um yeah I, I saw in both of the kids like I think before like the American community had really realized um you know how talented they are like I had been talking about it being over at the GPs and you know they they got in close with um with the Roxon family early on like when they got to Europe they were training at uh at Kenny's um Kenny's ranch with Heiko Kenny's dad and so like I was obviously like you know obviously running that crew so met them pretty early on and, and got to, you know, see them succeed in Europe. And man, it's just so damn cool. Like seeing them make the transition, come over here and, and, you know, seeing the success that they are and, you know, Hunter turned on here at the end of the end of the outdoor season, which is like, you know, what we all know that he can do. So yeah, just, just so stoked to see those kids succeed and they, they've got bright futures in front of them for sure. Absolutely. They do. And uh, I think honestly, both of them do. I like yeah everyone like, with Hunter getting injured and he's been over here, a lot of people like so often in this sport, you see kids like, uh, like to list off a few names, like, uh, like already Derek Drake for a lot of people is sort of like kids, people have been watching. They don't see much. All right, moving on. The kid's been in pro motocross right. for 18 months. Uh, Alex Fry yep. from, from a number of years ago with the, the TLD team. I, th- I, I yeah. don't know. He's not in pro motocross. Same thing. Sean Cantrell, same team. Gone. See you later. Um, yeah. Yeah. These kids, they, they get literally, they work for 18 years to get, uh, and then they get an 18th month window to see if they're going to be anything. And then everyone just sort of yeah. completely, it falls out. And I hope that people don't write off uh, Hunter Lawrence because I've had shoulder surgery. And mm-hmm. uh, once the damn thing's fixed, look out. It, it's yeah. <laughs> like, we've, they, like uh, I don't know if you're a football guy, but uh, Drew Brees, after leaving uh, San Diego, had his labrum repaired and then went on to be, a, uh, I think, a 12-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion, uh, won total, like, most yards in many seasons. Um, shoulders can be fixed. And, and and Hunter's got some serious speed on him, and he's still a super young kid. So I think we're going to hear both Lawrences no for a long period of time. And, uh, yeah. and and good for you guys to have, uh, I would assume, probably have both of them uh, under the tent for 2021. Or I guess with the team sort of dissolving, the, those guys kind of became free agents on a lot of those things that weren't team deals. Yeah, 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 well. We'll see. We'll see where they land. <laughs> Fair enough. So that, like that, like yeah, yeah, like like because that was a team deal. That like, there's no guarantee that that carries forward. No. Yeah. That that was a yeah. That was a separate deal. So yeah, they'll they'll be they'll be on their own now. So yeah, let's uh, let's see. But yeah, wish him. I, I I think like your sentiment is true. Like about the about the talent. It's it's uh, it's pretty special. And man, like not to not to tangent but like geez the the talent coming out of australia right now is just insane yeah. like with Tanty? it's almost like the second Wilson. coming of you know the the reedy days with burner and uh you know andrew mcfarland and like all those guys like metcalf it's, it's cool to see this next generation of aussies coming out like i've i've been lucky enough to work with um to work closely with jed beaton and you know uh with we've got mitch evans over on the hrc right. team and 
man, I was just, I was talking to Darren just a couple of days ago, the, the, the Lawrence boy's dad. And I was like, dude, like if, if Australia doesn't win the nations in the next like four or five years, like it's on you guys. Cause you, they can do it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, no, they, they've got serious speed and, and like and depth of that too. Like even with a couple of injuries, I think they can still feel the really, really strong team. Yeah. Two fifties and four fifties. I think you're, you're totally right on that. Uh, quick question no for you. Um, what, uh, what gear did, uh, burner wear when he was on the, uh, uh, edge Kawasaki team back in 01? Edge Kawasaki. Yes, sir. I guess that, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't, oh, one, I'm trying to think what I was doing in oh, one, first oh, one was, <laughs> yeah, was, uh, nine, number nine ninety on a two fifty two stroke because, uh, he was fulfilling a promise for one Jeff Emig, which is why he was head to toe shift. Ah, he was a shift guy. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I love burner. He's so rad. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Burner, Burner's good conversation. I always got time for uh, for Burner. Of course, he's motocross's <laughs> second Burner with Scott Burnworth being the uh, uh, the the first and foremost. But uh, we can share nicknames yeah. in, in motocross. Uh, sure, hell, hell, I'm pretty. <laughs> That's I'm right. Pretty, it happens. It happens. <laughs> oh heck yeah! Like there's, uh, I'm sure there's been more than a few guys that have been called the Jet over the years. Um, yeah. But uh, like. Over the history of Fox and then working with the brand, uh, working with some of the athletes, working with a lot of the athletes, especially in North America, uh, what has been the strangest request from a rider or just like this guy is like absolutely needs so much coddling and then give me a name of an athlete that you could probably send him uh, like off the shelf 180 stuff. And he won't even bat an eye. He'd just wear it, and 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 just and like no no name and number on the back. He's just like that low maintenance. Or is there one? Um, I'll start with that one, and it's Jed Beaton. We were just talking about him. Love it. Um, I, no surprise that it's an Aussie. Like you could tr- you could send tr- uh, yeah. Jed Beaton a trash bag with a Fox logo on it. He'd be like, sweet mate. Gonna, like I'll sweat lots <laughs> in this. I, I also I also have to give a nod to my off road boys though, because Manny Lettendickler and Teddy Wozniak okay. are like. The type of dudes that like whatever we send them, if it's not what they're looking for, like they will make it whatever they need it to be because they're just so like they're used to tires in the middle of their race, you know. Yeah, Yeah, those guys are epic. But um, hmm, craziest request, this is a tough one. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've done a lot for Chad Reed. Like he, he's the type of guy that'll just like, he'll, we'll get, we'll get a request day before it's needed. And, and like, you know, we always make it happen, but it's funny working for Chad though, because he's the type of guy that like holds everything to such high standards. Like he makes you want to work harder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, leadership. that was, yeah, that was something like that. I like, at first I was just like, man, like this guy's gnarly. Like he's so demanding. But then as I got to know him, it was just like, no, like this dude's just like so passionate and dedicated to his craft. Like everybody around him has to be on the same level that he is. So, um, yeah, I guess it's kind of twofold answer there, but yeah, Chad is, Chad is needy, but you like, you don't even mind it because you're just like, yeah, dude, like you're gnarly. (laughs) And, and dude, to this day, like he just sent us an order the other day for his kids. Like, Cause they're all like super into racing BMX now. And he's like, right. 
he's like, dude, we gotta, we gotta get like the mountain bike stuff because the moto stuff is too heavy. Like we gotta, we gotta lighten up. And I'm just like, dude, you just, you just can't stop. Like you are literally the best. <laughs> no. Yeah. He, he's, uh, he's gonna just absolutely go in with both feet, no matter what it is. Uh, it, yep. it, like if, if Chad Reed was an entrepreneur, he would have started about 300 businesses by now, like just an absolute, oh, yeah. like serial, entrepreneurial, <laughs> just like, I, I want to do everything all the time and it's going to be a 250 miles an hour at the time. Um, yep. so that being said, like you, you've, and this is also, uh, that your first full season working with, uh, a guy like AC head to toe, which yeah. for those who don't know, he basically grew up, uh, with, with Alpine stars head to toe. But the first time you yeah. guys, uh, Fox was able to do a head to toe athlete missing goggle. Of course, he didn't make one at a time was James Stewart. Yep. How important yep. was it to have uh, a guy like AC absolutely head to toe? I assume that even his underwear is Fox at this point, unless he's rocking something else. We don't know. Uh, you'd have to yep. have some investigative research to do so. Um, yep. But uh, how important is that look to you guys? And, and and like to what lengths will you guys go to make that happen? Because everybody knows. Yep. Like I'm looking at a photo right now with uh, with McGrath in, in Tech Eights, and, and and same thing. Yep. Like Carmichael was known for that for the longest time, other than those god awful barracks boots that we, he wore for the shortest <laughs> period of time, and then and then now with Fox, like um, and and yep. Fox made boots all the way back to the '80s. Well, like what what why is that so important? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely important for us as a, you know, as a brand now. And, you know, we've developed, um, I mean, our instinct boot, going back to the boot category. I mean, Ricky was instrumental in, in developing the instinct. And, um, you know, there's a reason why it's been on the market for as long as it is, you know, virtually unchanged. It's because we spent three years developing the thing, you know. So, um, yeah, super important um, as, as far as, like, the head-to-toe look goes. One, because we can control it. You know what I mean? Like, True. Um, yeah. we're so, we're so particular about a, a look. And so like being able to control everything from the helmet to the boots to, you know, is, is, you know, from our point of view, obviously, you know, the energy drinks make the helmet a, a little bit more difficult, but luckily, like, honestly, the crew at Monster has been super cool about, um, you know, doing some fun stuff with Adam this year. Like, you probably saw the, the Blink-182 helmet, and we had a yes. special helmet this weekend to match the, to match the Venom stuff. So, um, yeah, to, to answer your question, it's, it's super important to us. And going back to the, to the goggle, like, you know, we were able to develop the view goggle working really closely with Kenny. Um, you know, so when, then, and in 2017, obviously, when he got hurt, like, um, we were in development of that goggle and, and honestly like that project got put on hold because Kenny was hurt. It was like, Oh, well, you know, we'll, revi we'll revisit that project when he's back riding. So um, yeah, we were able to work really closely with him. And, and honestly, like you said, like we, we, we have a product now that is, you know, arguably one of the best goggles on the market, you know? So it's really important for us to, to be able to validate that product with our top athletes. And um, yeah, when we, when we signed the pro circuit team in uh, beginning in, in 16, you know, Adam was obviously a part of that. And um, it was funny because I was, I was the athlete manager at the time. So um, Adam was, was, you know, I have to say like resistant to Fox a little bit, you know, and really? like his, his dad, really? not resistant, but at the same, you know, like he had that, he had that okay. relationship with Alpine stars. So, right. You know, we he came had in Alpine and, stars, at least the boots for a long time. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, and, and, you know, obviously like all the respect to Gabrielle and what those guys do. And, 
Um, but yeah, so we came in and I'm not saying he was resistant, but he was kind of like, you know, I had to, I had to win him over a little bit. So, okay. you know, me and him got to be really close and, you know, I, I, I actually remember like this certain moment in time where like, it was like about halfway through the season and his dad showed up at the race and he had on a Fox flannel, like a flannel. I, I think like, I didn't even send it to him. Like it must've been mm-hmm. one of Adam's. And it was the first time that I saw Alan wear Fox and I was just like, all right, sweet. Like th- these dudes are in, <laughs> you know, like it was, a, it was a special time. So, um, but yeah, man, just, it, it was, it, we really hit it off, obviously, you know, like me and Adam both growing up in Florida and, um, you know, I, he's obviously younger than me, but I, you know, I saw him ride a ton when he was a kid and, you know, we, we have a lot of like shared interests away from Moto as well. So, um, developed a, a really strong relationship and then, you know, super stoked as that we were able to, you know, partner up with him as he moved into the, to the 450 class. So yeah, he's, uh, he's an awesome kid, man. And, and just like seeing him really flourish, uh, this outdoor season is, is pretty incredible. And, um, you know, I think, I think he kind of put everybody on notice, you know, um, that, that he's going to be a player. So it's, uh, it's exciting. I'm, I'm stoked to see, see how things stack up for him, but, um, but yeah, yeah. Great kid. And just, so so pumped to have him part of our brand and um for for a long time to come so good stuff 100 percent. i think uh people will remember a lot of things about 2020 uh but one of the things that i will remember about the the supercross last motocross season of 2020 is it that it's the year that uh adam cincerolo in my eyes finally officially sort of arrived uh as that dominant kid that we saw on super minis that like okay this kid's going to be yep. something that no one's going to else going to be able to handle uh yep. he's a tiny bit of polishing away from being able to do that yeah 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 absolutely i mean obviously with his like you know he had some speed bumps in the road with some injuries that he sustained like during his 250 career but uh, I think it just really goes to show like, and, and man, like got to give it up to the, the crew over at Kawasaki for sticking behind him because I mean, man, they, they invested so much in him from an early age. And, you know, like, like the other guys that you mentioned that kind of like get the rug pulled out from underneath them if they don't perform in the 250 class, like Adam was lucky to not have that happen to him. And, yeah. and man, it's, it's all just really paid off. Cause, cause look at him now, you know, he's a, he's a true title contender. I mean, um, and, and he's going to be in the mix for a long time to come, like I said. So yeah, good, good stuff. And like, like he, he was really able to turn it around and, and, you know, come back from those injuries and like, what an incredible story of, of, uh, you know, perseverance. So yeah, stoked for him. Fair enough. Are you, are you in line with his musical choices in, in the, the nineties, two thousands pop punk era? Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, I, I, I like, we definitely have like a shared zone of like music that we, like I was actually just, I was texting him today about the new Touche Amore uh, record, but like, yeah, we're, we share, we share quite a bit of musical interest. I, I think I like tend to like drift a little too heavy for him, but yeah, we've, we've got a lot in common there. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I actually like, it's funny. Like that stuff that I was like into when I was growing up, he's obviously a few years younger than me. And I, like, cause you're, yeah. you must be an 88 as well. I'm an 88, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I, me. so you're literally the calendar year uh, um, older than I am. So we're both, uh, I'm, you're 32, I turned 32 November 6th. Uh, but, oh, uh, cool. okay. Like, yeah. So yeah. I kind of put that music away a little bit, but then him talking about it all the time on, on Instagram, this, that, and anything, 
I, it yeah. made me dig that stuff back up. And um, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're a Spotify subscriber, but there's a, a Spotify oh, yeah. playlist called 90s Punk and 2000s Junk that I'm going to ah. send you the link to. And um, yep. yeah, it's it's not as much hard stuff, but I, I think you're gonna uh, you're gonna resonate with that one. So um, cool. yeah, we'll at least have right. that one in common. Awesome. <laughs> so it. we we've been chatting for an hour and a half. The baseball game that you were watching earlier is probably in either the ninth inning or extras by now. Um, but and just this for is the record, the they they have they have one. I do have a wager on this series with yes. Lucas Myrtle and Dr. G. We've okay. bet Houston's dinner on the on the Braves and the Dodgers. So the Braves are now up two not two games to zero, and I'm on my way to a free nice dinner at Houston. Fair enough. Houston's <laughs> what, what is, is that a restaurant down in in SoCal or what's that? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, I don't know, I guess you could call it a steakhouse, but it's just, oh, it's, you a, know what? it's, yeah, a, no, it's I, like a I, pretty, that's familiar now, I've been to, I've been to Houston, yeah. there's one in, in uh, Phoenix, right by the stadium. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. everybody's so, yeah. in there, like, you, you, you walk in there on a Saturday, or a Friday night before the races, and, like, literally, like, oh, there's Jason and his guys, there's so, like, yeah, yeah, everybody's in there. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so dinner <laughs> yeah, at Houston's sure. on Lucas Myrtle, uh, who, yeah, he should be able to cover that, no problem. Just he'll, he'll And Dr. The, G, for the record, Dr. G. G is also involved, because both of those dickheads were wearing Dodger hats <laughs> at the race this weekend, and I was just <laughs> talking smack, because... I'm probably the only Atlanta Braves fan in the entire moto industry other than Kevin Kelly. Uh, him as well as maybe uh, my good friend Frank Mann, who's also from Murrieta, uh, Georgia. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Frank is a Braves fan. That's right. That's For right. Sure. He's also a, yeah. uh, an FXR loyalist, uh, which I'm not even yeah. going to get into right now, uh, Austin. Their headquarters, uh, I think if I opened my window, I could spit at their uh, headquarters. Uh, and uh, Okay. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about uh, FXR. Um, but, um, <laughs> we but, can yeah, leave it like, at that. <laughs> we'll leave it, we will leave it right there. Uh, local brand. Um, but... Uh, Working with the brand for as long as you have, uh, like this at this point in the podcast is where, like we've already agreed, you were going to basically give everybody a full rundown on what's to be expected from Fox uh, in the coming months, years, what have you, a full like un unedited um, like version of, of what people are going to expect, so that everyone can uh, like basically get get excited for Christmas. Oh man, that's a tough one. You put me. You really put me on the spot now. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. You're you're not gonna all, do that. All but... I'm gonna say is all I'm gonna say is we've got uh we've got some heat in the can, like I referred to earlier. So just uh, stay tuned. Fair enough. Fair enough. All of those images will be forwarded to me via Dropbox, and I appreciate it. Um, you mentioned <laughs> earlier in the podcast, and I I will let you go uh it, it, very soon here uh, on the Big MX Radio podcast, where we're now over an hour and a half in. I appreciate your time. Uh, you'd mentioned censorship, and like, where does that come yeah. in as far as motocross industries and 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 uh, the uh, the sport as a whole? Yeah. No. I. I um specific to like so we've i don't know if you if anybody's hopefully everybody's watched them we've got some pretty good pretty good views on them but um yeah. we've just been we just uh launched a new uh video series as part of our um 2021 you know marketing launch around our new gear um and it's called unplugged so 
Um, you know, we've obviously been producing content with our athletes for, you know, many, many years now. And, um, man, I have to say like, it's, it's a lot of the times it's a challenge, um, because, you know, they're, they're so ingrained in their, in their, you know, their program and getting their laps in and doing their stuff. And, you know, we've obviously can catch them at times where we're able to get a full dedicated day. But to, to be honest, a lot of the time it's like in the middle of, you know, whatever they have going on. So, you know, big, huge, massive props to our team um, internally. You know, we have a, I don't know, you know, not many people probably know this, but we have a complete, you know, dedicated content team in house. We have three full-time videographers. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. 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 Two full-time photographers and um, a, a really epic uh, creative director. And um, that's, that's been, that's just joined us just back in March. Um, but yeah, so we, anyway, we put together this unplugged series because we were like, man, like we go and shoot these guys and we capture them on a practice day, but like, nobody knows what goes on behind the scenes, you know, and, and what's happening, who's talking shit and like, you know, complaining about the track or like, you know, it's, it's really, really raw when we're there, but like nobody sees that. Right. So anyway, the, the approach that we've taken is um, we're just literally like micing the guys up, micing up their mechanic, micing up our whole crew and just shooting the whole day. Um, so yeah, we've, we've launched that stuff with, uh, both adam and ken and uh also we just put one out with jordan jarvis we've got one coming with austin forkner but um yeah, yeah you know shout I mean, out to, the, the guys. to jordan sorry, sorry to interrupt you but sh- uh shout out to jordan for making the motos this last weekend that's fucking cool massive shout out to jordan she is she is such an inspiration to all of us and um we are we are you know as a brand are so behind um, you know, her movement and just the, the movement around women in our sport in general, um, you know, just, yeah, definitely massive shout out to Jordan. But, um, but anyway, so yeah, we launched these, we launched these unplugs and like, you know, we obviously captured a lot of pretty intimate moments. So they all didn't make the cut, but like there was a couple of times where we just like, you know, the dudes dropped F-bombs or whatever. And uh, we left it in because we're just like, you know what? Like, this is real. We want people to see what yeah. it really is. And that's moto. Yeah, we got a little, we got a little backlash on on YouTube, which was pretty entertaining. You guys can read that for yourselves. But oh, um, yeah, we felt we felt like it was you know important to to let the guys portray them, the guys and gals portray themselves as they are. You know, we 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 partner with our athletes for a reason, and you know, we fully support who they are as people. So, um, not afraid to put that stuff out unbridled. Absolutely. And I, I, I can tell you firsthand, having uh, been to uh, Lake Elsinore Supercross track, I'm not too sure who, yeah. uh, who swears more. Uh, my 63-year-old father who works construction at Bricklaying for a living <laughs> or Adam Cincerullo, uh the number nine <laughs> in your program. Um, I know, I know like, they, they both seem to have they've mastered all the usages of uh, a certain four-letter word, um, but I, I was pretty fucking impressed with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, it's, like I said, you know, we we identify and partner with, with athletes for a reason and we want to, you know, give them a platform to be themselves. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun stuff. And, uh, I encourage if, if you're still listening to this, what are we at an hour and 38 minutes into, into the yes. podcast, check yes. it out because it's uh, it's pretty fun stuff and, and we've got more to come. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that with the, uh, the radio gold that we've been able to uncover in the last hour 30, uh, there's not <laughs> a single person that's turned this off. Uh, and if they have, they're missing out. Um, 
Honestly, like honestly, like, this is sort of completely off topic. Last thing I really have for you is like on yeah. that same note, and I'm gonna let you go. And I promise, I told, I've told you that like six times already. So I've been lying to you. Dude, this whole no time. worries. Um, I'm pretty but, sure my wife hasn't hasn't made dinner yet, so it's all good. Killer. Well, it's ten, it's ten ten uh, here in uh, uh, local time, so uh, I, I, I'm I'm going further into the wee hours than you are. But either way, like on the on the influencer side, like a guy like yeah. uh, Adam in, Adam Cienzarulo or Ken, mm-hmm. like yeah. I, everybody that I've talked to within that space, uh, I'm close with Andy Frisella from the, the from the first form guys and whatnot. Um, authenticity yeah. and absolutely showing your true self is probably your best tool. Uh, obviously, yeah. if who you are isn't something that people are going to enjoy, that's might be detrimental to your brand. Um, totally. but like for me, like, like I show everything on my social media, I show like, cause I, I'm a journeyman bricklayer. I, that's what I do for a okay. living. Uh, I cool. show people my, like doing that. I show myself yeah. going to the gym. I show myself, uh, like doing all of the, the things that I struggle at, the things that I'm do that mm-hmm. I, I think that are fun. Like literally they like yeah. every, nothing gets filtered out. And for that reason, I think that people are able to relate to me. Because it's not this yep. absolutely polished, perfect. Every photo is is airbrushed. Uh, like the, I'm in the perfect pose. That to, like nobody can relate to that. And I think that's yeah, something that sure. uh, not only Fox, but guys like Adam and guys like Kenny do really well. And honestly, is yep. Chad as well. Is they 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 show just regular life. Is when you see people totally. like that, you're like, oh, like oh, he has problems too. Oh, he had a flat tire too. Oh, like you know what I mean, like. That's sure. what that yeah. connectivity that allows people to uh, adhere themselves to a brand, whether that be a person or yeah. a brand. Totally. Yeah, totally agree. Awesome. Well, I think this was a fantastic yeah. TED Talk. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a, um, like I said, we identify and, and, you know, partner with with certain athletes for a reason. And I mean, I think from a, in the, in the, in the modern day, like, the off-track personality is, is just as important, if not more so than, than, you know, the results on the track. If, if you can combine the results on the track with off tra- with off-track personality, like you've got a, you've got a perfect storm, you know what I mean? And um, going back to what I was saying about the growth of our brand and, you know, spreading the good word of motocross, like that's what we understand to, to be so important in, you know, getting people engaged and getting people more, inspired to ride dirt bikes and um you know our our athletes are definitely doing that going down you know all the way through our off-road ambassador program and our amateur motocross team like it's important across the board you know not just at the top so um yeah it's something we'll continue to push on and uh yeah like i said get get more butts on seats absolutely though even if it means supporting your local podcaster like these things this is what fox racing is interested in Austin Hoover <laughs> right. here on the Big MX Radio podcast. You gave me an hour and forty-one minutes of your time. Uh, I for for that I am forever thankful to you. Um, unfortunately, for your sake, uh, I got to about uh, one tenth of the amount of questions I had for you. So there will be a rounds. <laughs> 
uh, two, three, however many. And like in that time, you're also going to uncover more stories and stuff like that. So this thing might never end, really. Um, for but sure, for tonight, man. I'm, I'm always here. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it, man. This is a really fun conversation. Uh, we speak the same language, and uh, I, I think yeah. that we uh, were able to uh, it, it humbly, I'll, I'll say that we, I think we maybe hit a stroke of genius tonight. I was, pre- I really appreciate it. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, stoked to stoked to be involved and like i said stoked to um you know keep keep the sport you know keep the fire alive and you know keep us all going so happy to uh share some dumb stories and hope i didn't bore everybody to death with my rambling <laughs> i i hope so too because otherwise like this is a real huge waste of time <laughs> for sure for awesome, sure man. well uh for big mx radio appreciate the time do not hang up just yet But for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.